All right. Well, thanks everyone for understanding last week with uh, that little bout of food poisoning. I woke up in the middle of the night and by four o'clock I was like, I need to sleep this off. So luckily it was pretty, it got to the system pretty quick, which was good too. But man, when we're sick, eh? Like in any way, it makes us appreciate health so much. Yeah. Oh, Glad you're better. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right. So we have one posted question that Robin um, brought in and she has to go pop out quick to drive her, her son and then come back. So I just want to address that first so that, so that we don't miss or you can hear the whole answer. So it's a really, really important question. So Robin's question was, and there's actually a couple of layers to it that are really good for everyone. What do we do with attrition in our business? Because of course, you know, preferred customers fall off, associates fall off. So what do we do about that? And then also Robin was noticing that it seems to be happen, happening when other areas of her business are growing through other areas of her brand are going, going really well. So is that the way that the universe just balances things out? So this is so good to talk about. So let's talk about the belief first because we, it is true people are going to do what they're going to do and we can't necessarily always influence them, although there's some things that we can do. But we always want to look at our beliefs first. And I think this is so crucial and this is the work that we've been doing in Soulcraft is what do we believe? And I could relate so well, Robin, because I went through this thing with USANA um, when I was first starting. I think it was like in my first year. And does anyone know Michael Hollander in, in America? Okay. So he's above Phil and Penny. So, and for any of you that are coming to this for the replay that might not be in, in USANA, my sponsors are Phil and Penny. They're an older couple, about 75 years old, amazing. And way, way, way above them is a man named Michael Hollander. Now, Phil and Penny, even above them, had maxed him out in that leg. I, like, he had no, he was just so lovely because there was no monetary interest in him helping me ever. You know, I was like so far down the line. Um, but he really helped me in the beginning and with his belief. Remember, I struggled for a year and a half in network marketing in USANA, and I just couldn't seem to get going. I became silver really quickly. So I had that $1,000 per week at the end of four weeks. And then I had that rude awakening in week five where I had like a $100 check <laughs> because it was all in promotional volume. And I was like, oh my goodness, it's auto orders that, that matter. And then I really struggled for a year and a half just to, to really get going. And then, you know, I went to convention and then I heard that one idea that turned me into the health model spot. But during that one and a half year, I had several conversations with Michael Hollander. And the one that really shifted me that was really near to when I went to convention, ironically, was I told them I had this belief that network marketing was too hard for people. So then what do you think I was attracting? I was attracting people that it was too hard for. <laughs> so that was the belief that I really had to change. And so what I did is I started going out and looking at, okay, well, what other businesses are there? You know, when you're a business owner, what do you normally have to do? So I could normalize network marketing and normalize business. And then when I saw, oh my goodness, like network marketing is actually pretty easy compared to most businesses. And I can definitely vouch for that having had Sacred Lotus Love, which is an e-commerce business now. It's so much more complicated than Usama. But what I did is he's like, you have to change that belief. That is what is impacting your success. And so I literally had to go out and make a study. Okay, what is... What is business like? Is it easy? Is it hard? You know, et cetera. So, oops, hang on a second. Let me just turn off my reminders here. Are you ready? Okay. So, this belief that 
if we believe that when we start to have success, somehow the universe is going to maybe not penalize us, but even things out, we want to definitely get rid of that because the universe always wants your success. And there is always enough to go around. This belief is really common though because it's what they call the zero sum versus like the belief that there is a pie and there is only so much of the pie to go around. So if you get, you know, half of the pie, Robin, all of a sudden, because things are going really well, there's not enough for everyone else, or you don't deserve anymore. <laughs> and that's really, it's like really seated in us. So what we want to think about, and let's brainstorm this together. One thing I always do is I look at nature. And I always think, you know, like nature is so abundant. There's so many flowers. Just because a beautiful flower grows here doesn't mean that a beautiful flower doesn't grow like 10 hundred more. <laughs> You know, so we want to look to nature first, that really helps. Then to also believe like the universe wants you to be successful in every endeavor. So it doesn't want you it doesn't want you just to be successful or have as you're going in success in one area, then you're going to have to accept less success in another area. But what you want to do is journal about that and then also be looking for, okay, in what other areas of my life and this is what you want to shift it to. When things start going well, everything starts going better. And it's really true because when we start eating well, when we start exercising, our relationships get better. You know, we sleep better, our energy is better, our business goes better. And so Think and Grow Rich, I remember um, Napoleon Hill said that when the riches start coming, they just cascade in. And so when my business starts growing, everything gets better. And so that's what you want to shift the, the belief to. Can anyone think of examples in your life where when something started going well, everything else started going even better too? Can you think of any examples? We can see it oftentimes. Uh, the health, health aspects, yes, absolutely. I mean, that's the obvious one for me is that when you start taking care of yourself and start being healthier, you have more energy for so much else in your life that 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 all goes better yes yeah so that's a very natural yeah so we just want to transfer that belief to business when our, my business starts getting healthier <laughs> than all my other businesses <laughs> my other arm business my oh. other leg business gets healthier yeah. Hi, i Brenda. think part of part oh, okay no, no, go ahead. <laughs> i think part of the of the thing can be uh a challenge and you want to to make your business better and the challenge help you and motivate you and it's part of also that everything goes better if you have something that's running good then you you approach the challenge mm. to make it better and other things and other aspects that's why it also can be part of the success <laughs> challenge is always a good thing challenges mm. when you feel good you want more challenges I think so. When you feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. And, you know, we don't want to get bored. You know, that could be another thing. Like, it keeps me on my toes. Like, you know, like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm never bored. <laughs> I know. You, you have to find, and, and this is what's really interesting about human design or in simplistic terms, how we all work inside of us. Like, like say for Renate, challenge, like if it's a challenge, that might feel really exciting. 
So that's like really good phrasing for Renee. For Claudia, I know because I've known Claudia for so long, it has to be fun. You know, so she's going to relate a challenge to being something fun. And then for Robin, it might be, you know, I can feel you nodding, like, okay, when something starts going well, everything starts going well. You know, that might, that just might be the little, you know, the little. I think the other thing I need to do, and I, and I have this week been starting switching and turning um, with the WAP, which I love, the fact that you have the business part of it and you have the life part of it, because I had started begun to feel imbalanced. And I think that balance is so important. So taking care of ourselves, taking care of our life at the same time as taking care of our business. And, you know, I look at that every week, but I really revisited it deeply. Yes, yes. And it's, I think it's so good you do that. I mean, it's, the WAP is such a simple thing that I don't think we really realize the value of it until like years and years of doing it. You know, like then you're like, oh, wow, I really get this. Or I've. I need to go back and maybe balance my life more. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good reminder. Yeah. That WAP literally, like, and there may be weeks, you know, where you're like, you don't give it as much attention, but it's always like that bike to get back, you know, to get back on the bike, you know, and maybe if you're feeling it, and this is very common for anybody, I don't think anyone's brand new here, but I know for Vitalia, Melinda, and um, Tracy, who is one of our new um, tribe members, I, I know she's going to listen to the replay. The WAP initially can feel like a lot, like any new system, but you just, in that case, want to simplify it where you're just doing one thing. You know, you're not having like a whole list in health. You know, you, you're not all of a sudden saying, okay, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to drink green juice, I'm going to do yoga, I'm going <laughs> to, like, you'll drive yourself crazy. So if anything seems overwhelming, just think, I'm not going to quit, I'm going to simplify. So I, I always keep moving forward. I just simplify. I mean, you know that I said that at the beginning. I had to tone it down. But now I'm I'm just um, loving it all. Yeah. yeah, now it's flamboyant. <laughs> and the morning, of, and the other thing that happened, I realized that for the past few months, I have stopped doing my morning ritual. So I started that. That makes a huge difference too. It's like, oh, well, all those questions. Well, at first, those seemed like overwhelming. That could take me half an hour to write all these questions, but I find out now it does. It really takes me three minutes yeah, yeah. to go through it, yeah. except for the except for the exercise part. But yeah. but still, it's like I I had this belief that oh, that's too much. I can't do that. And pulling coming around to oh yes, that's a good thing to get your mind set first thing in the morning and. Yeah, it ends up saving yeah. you time, you know, and it yeah. ends up saving you heartache too, because, yeah. I think the saving the heartache is the good one. <laughs> so, yes, thank you. I keep coming back to the WAP. It is a wonderful thing. And if there's, if you only have time for one question, the, well, two questions, what is the most important thing for me to do today? So what is my, my most important thing? And why is that important? So my top priority today, and it matters to me because, yeah. and I also like the one small action I can do to move forward because when you, when, I don't know, when you get overwhelmed, it's like, oh, I got to do all this stuff. Okay. Well, let's take one step. Forward. Yeah. 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 So well said, because that one thing is going to move you forward no matter what. 
you know that beautiful yeah. quote where it says we overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in two like you can do that for anything we overestimate what we can do in a, a week but we underestimate what we can do in a month you know because those little steps really add up Thank you. You're so welcome. So I think this, I was so glad this came up because these are, you know how we talk about beliefs on the call and sometimes it's hard to think of, okay, well, what, what is a negative belief or what is a limiting belief? But when a question comes up, this is where we can discover them. So if, if anyone had that thought or also this week notice like any area where you feel kind of stuck and it's just not flowing, what could a limiting belief around it be? And then bring bring it here because we can talk about it together. But sometimes it's really hard to rephrase it unless you have like a, a brainstorming group to rephrase it because we're so so stuck in that way of thinking. I I know one of mine is that um, because whenever I have stuff to do, I want to do it well, and so I've let go a lot of perfectionism for sure over the years. But still, when I have something to do, I want to do it well, so I feel like I have to do a lot. So my, my mantra is always, well, actually, I ask myself a question because I love questions. What if it was easy? What if it was just easy? And then that puts me into the mind thing, okay, let it be easy. You know, let it be easeful, let it be fun, let it be enjoyable. And I did that with a recent, um, I, I want to actually release this to all affiliates. I just did a new 35-minute uh, presentation about soul craft. So you know how we've got the four-week video series? So now mm -hmm. I just did a 35-minute one. So I'm actually, for those of you who are affiliates, I'm going to post it on the forum. And then if you would be interested in using it, I'm using it. And I would love for you guys to use it and see what you think with, with a couple of people. And then also, I may even try to shorten it to 20 minutes as well. So I'd love to get some feedback too. But that was the thing, like when you try to condense, like how do you explain soul craft in 35 minutes? <laughs> but I just kept saying, let it be easy, like let it be fun, let it be enjoyable. What if it was? You know, so think of, could you use that? I'm looking any? forward to seeing that. Yeah, and I, I love yeah, You know, I'm still doing the course, You're, I'm still working on the business presentation, the whole bit about the business presentation. And I got stuck, I really got blocked because I was trying to be perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you, you have and, to and, think, oh no, keep going, keep going, Robin, keep going. Well, perfect, and also, like you, when you said, how do you take Soulcraft and put it into 20 minutes? It was like, how can you take all that information and put it in? But they're not going to, the audience is not going to hear all that information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why shorter right now is so much better. And if, I think that the biggest, at least what I really tried to do this time is really speak to the pain points of people and then how Soulcraft is unique in solving those. Like not only how it solves it, but how it's unique. And so even our, our network marketing presentations, what are the pain points for people? How does our network marketing company solve that and how does it solve it uniquely? Mm -hmm. And this, this is, I, Allison, Dr. Ali is in my Soul Pro group, and we've been talking about something I think is really valuable for everyone. She was talking about, she's doing this marvelous five-day challenge, and she was talking about promoting it on her Facebook Lives, et cetera, and just promoting it as healthy habits. And in the conversation, she realized healthy habits 
there's so many healthy habits out there. That's not going to be what's going to get. So then we talked about it and she realized, okay, I've got to be speaking about people's pain points on the Facebook lives to get them on the five day challenge. So pain points are the only thing that are, are going to make someone look at your emails, look at your social media posts, look at anything. So not, you know, like um, five healthy habits for the new year. <laughs> we, we're sick of healthy habits for the new year. Like we just want to know, can this person, do they know what I need? You know, like, do they, are mm -hmm. they speaking to the thing I need? You know, so yeah, so that's speak to pain points, I think is the big thing. Mm -hmm. um, there was one thing more about the universe that I was thinking. Yeah, and this, this is something that is, like for me, I always go back to when I'm journaling or I'm meditating, is the idea that the universe has my back. That's kind of a cliche, but the universe wants me to be successful. It's, it's guiding me. You know, it's, so also, when this happened with some people maybe falling off, what I always do is I look at my belief. I never make myself wrong though, because we know if we make ourselves wrong, it's just, you know, we feel guilty, et cetera. But I just always say, okay, is the universe trying to tell me anything? And then I think, ooh, well, if a lot of people are following up, have I been in contact with them enough? Is there anything I can do? Not from a place like I'm wrong, but is there anything I could do on my part? And something that I know with our preferred customers is we have to stay in contact with them. Otherwise they will, will get marketed to by somebody else. So we have to have some type of mechanism where we're in, in contact with them, whether it's a newsletter, social media posts, you know, whatever it is. And then with our associates, what keeps associates in even more than making money? Does anyone know what keeps associates in? Because remember, connection, exactly. And the reason being is because we know you saw, I mean, for me too, you know, that it was definitely, whoosh, you know, there's that period where it's just, it takes a while to get the plane off of the, the tarmac. So if you can be providing that social, that community, that connection, that helps lower attrition as well. And then, yeah, that one's been tougher for me during the pandemic because I have quite a few associates who do not want to be on social media yeah 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 and if they're not living nearby and i can you know i should i should have written more notes and things but yeah but it's it's what it should have yeah exactly and it might be as simple because that can get overwhelming too it might be as simple as having like a, a monthly zoom get together you know with all of your team mm -hmm. and you're, you're talking about okay what can we do differently what's going well and it can be short like it's i don't think it's much of a problem now because we're not as on as many zoom meetings but there was a period where you know everyone was on zoom meetings all the time and just doing zoom like fatigue yeah. <laughs> so, but now like if you had a 30 minute meeting once a month once every two weeks and make it fun like okay everyone bring their 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 favorite hot drink and then you know let's have a dance break you know like just do like fun things where people want to come to it to create that that community because i i would say that my team live well that that really helped with attrition because people wanted to be part of that team even as it was taking a little while for the business to take off 
So the only yeah. thing I think when, when something in our business starts to go well, it's never that another side has to suffer. The only thing that sometimes it's, it can be because all of our attention goes here and then we just have to give some attention, make sure we're still watering those other areas. That's the only thing. It's like a garden. If, if all of a sudden you start just focusing on the beautiful tomatoes and watering them, but you forget the pumpkins, of course they're going to die. So that's the, but it's not the universe. It's just the water. Yes. So any other questions around that? Yes, Michelle. I have a similar question. Um, I have an associate. Well, she was more like um, acting as a, um, like a preferred customer. She would okay. buy her things for her children, a bit for herself. And lately she canceled her distributorship. Yep. It's hard to say that word. Uh, so what, I, I just want to reach out to her and and let her know that I know. Yes. Uh, and like, I'd like to find out like, why is it because like, she doesn't like the products or maybe she's found someone else to, I, I don't know, like, so, and I want to do it in a soul craft way, you know, a, a heart from the heart. So what's the best way to approach her in, in a message? Yeah, that's a great question. Do you normally do you communicate by text, email, phone? Like what's your normal? Yeah, yeah, mostly by messenger. And okay. when she came in, um, I was I saw her a few times, but then COVID hit and we were not allowed here in, no. in Quebec to see anyone like forget it. So it was really hard. So I was thinking to say, I'm sorry, like I could not support her more. I would send her invitations for this and this webinar, but she has three kids, homeschooling, blah, blah, blah. So uh, it was never a good time for her. So I just would like to know like how to, to why and if, if maybe she wants to just be a PC and... Mm yeah yeah absolutely so i would probably on messenger just reach out to her and say um you know i don't know her name but hi hi tanya um, i just wanted to reach out i noticed from my back office so that she knows you know i mean she, presumably she would know that you would know but i noticed from my back office that you canceled your distributorship which is totally fine but i i just wanted to um, talk to you about it if there's you know, a, a better way if you wanted to stay on the products or if there's anything you can do that would work for you and something like that. But I always like to, my biggest thing is I never want people to feel wrong for what they've done. I just want them to feel like they can talk to me about it. And then I can find a solution. Like you, you said so beautifully, maybe it's just better that she's a PC. It could have been, and we don't know, but it could have been that her distributor um, renewal came through you know, the yearly, whatever it is in Canada, 1999 or 20, I don't know what it is now in Canada, but that might've come through and she's like, oh, like I just need to, you know, not be a distributor. <laughs> like we don't know. So uh, it's in, it's in the fall. She came in in, in the fall. In the fall. Okay. So, so maybe something yeah. else. Okay. So yeah, I would just open the conversation <laughs> and let her know, like I, I noticed on, I wanted to reach out. I've, I've been, um, you know, I'd also say, oh, it's, it's been, 
you know, you could even reference, like I, I um, you could even explode the bomb up front at the end and say, you know, I'm sorry too if I haven't been as much in contact through this COVID period. Um, you know, and, and I hope that didn't have anything to do with your decision. You, know, you could even just say that. I, the, Samar posted a great question where she had a distributor, or she had it, sorry, she had a customer that she had been talking to about Biomega. I think you might have seen that, Michelle. I think you liked it. Um, and then that customer went and bought from somebody else. And so she was wondering, like, how do I talk to her about it? So I just always advise being really nice and keeping the door open, but just asking, like, could you let me know? Did, did I do something wrong? Did I, you know, because then the person is more likely to want to assure you, no, you didn't do something wrong. This is what it was. So in a way, it's kind of nice to open ourselves up you know, so that they know that we're actually worried that we might have done something wrong. Does that does that help? Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, you always have the right words to say. I've <laughs> been doing it for so long. <laughs> so, and I just always, I just always feel like I have a really big thing with truth. Like, like because I know, like. You know how like all the movies where if people don't actually like so many family altercations, so many things that go wrong could just be solved if people just said the truth. So in movies, I'm always like, right. say the truth. <laughs> so I really right. believe that. I believe in that. I believe in that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just to say what's on our hearts, you know, like that. Mm -hmm. And then they're more likely to, because at the end of the day, we just want them to feel like I can tell you what's really going on. And then we can maybe find a solution, maybe not, but at least the air is clear. And I think that's probably the most important thing to us. You know, like even if it's like, no, I don't want to be a distributor. I don't, you know, I don't want to, whatever. We just want to know and have the air clear. Mm -hmm. And the reason being is energetically, if we have these worries, it siphons our energy. You know, so the more that we can live our life with always feeling like, okay, people know what I'm thinking. All my interactions are clear and transparent. Our energy is clearer and we feel better. And yeah. Yeah, great question. Absolutely, Michelle. Any other questions that you want to go through before we go into the personal development side? Okay, mm -hmm. I think that's good. But of course, anytime if you think of something else, um, you know, bring it. Obviously, just feel free to raise your hand and say, "We've got another question." <laughs> and then, just a reminder: yes, let's keep sticking to our wrap, doing the you know equal emphasis on your business as your life. Um, and then, of course, those invitations are the most important thing because you will learn everything in the presentation and the follow up that you need to learn. And I always look at like it's network marketing is just always such a journey. Like I'm going to learn the best things when I'm in action, you know. And even if it's a no, I'm going to learn like like something in that moment of when the person says no. Okay, so let's move on to the personal development. I'm hoping Susan comes back because this is actually from her question. <laughs> Susan, are you there? <laughs> she can hear the replay if she, she doesn't um, come back to it. Oh, there she is, okay. And this is, you're there? Okay, that's good. 
So I'm sorry, is... I just am uh, having trouble staying awake. I'm, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I've been having a lot of fatigue and I apologize. <laughs> no worries, that's okay, that's okay. So this this is probably will keep you awake because it's a, a great question for me. So this is, I also put a short little, um, little bit of advice in Soulcraft Friday. So that's coming out um, this Friday again as well. So okay. Susan's great question was, like, how do you figure out what your purpose is? You know, especially if you're trying to figure out like what you're passionate about, etc. So this is something that's a really big part of my Soulcraft retreats. And I think I'm actually going to do a course on this because not everyone can still travel. But I just want to give you something to actually work on now. So I believe we have three purposes. And the best way to figure out your purpose is to use these three questions. What am I curious about? What makes me excited? And what makes me cry? And your purpose, or your three purposes, are always going to be connected to one of those three things. So curiosity could be like, ooh, I kind of always wanted to explore water painting or, or watercolor painting. Or maybe like, oh, I, I really want to buy a guitar so I could just like sing at home on my own. You know, like something that you're curious about. And then, yeah, I know Claudia, Claudia had a big smile there. Then what are you enthusiastic about? Like what gets you excited? Like you see something on, like when I was realizing I was so in love with dance is I would see um, a dance program on TV and I just would want to watch it. Like it just, I was like, that's, I just love that. And then what makes you tear up? Okay, and, and even with dance, if I see a really good dance routine, I like, it makes me cry because my passion is in those tears. Now, the big thing is you don't want to worry about right now making money from it or even, even centering your life around it. So of course in Soulcraft, we teach you to figure out your passions and then center your network marketing business around that. But don't worry about that now because that can squelch the creativity or squelch what you're curious, curious about. Because if you go to the next step too quick, you'll start thinking, well, I don't know how I can, I'm not good enough to like become a performer with a guitar, so that can't be my purpose. You know, so don't even think about that. Just follow the threads of curiosity because they can lead you to something else. So for example, when I started taking Latin dance classes in, in Australia all those years ago in Brisbane when I was 27, I never thought I was going to be a teacher. Like never because I, I mean, I hadn't even taken a dance class. You know, so I just started taking Latin dance, loving it, like just absolutely loving it. And then I wanted to take something that was more fluid and I was on the internet and I found Mia and we happened to be moving back to the States. And I was like, that's exactly what I want to do. It has like this free movement, it has martial arts and it has jazz. And I was like, that's really cool. And then I signed up for it. And then in the, the two months, um, before I went back, I started looking at the website at the, and you could train to be a teacher. And I was like, I should probably just train to be a teacher even though I don't think I can teach. But it would probably just give me more depth as a dancer. And then I did the training as a teacher and in, in that training, the, the trainer said that the biggest thing you can do is start teaching right away. Do not wait. And I was like, okay, I'll go teach a class. And then I became a teacher. But that's, that wasn't, if I had a, in the beginning thought, Hmm, okay, I like dance. How can I, how can I have a business around this? Well, I can't be a teacher. How in the world would I be a teacher? I'm not, I'm like, I've never really danced in my life. That would have like squelched it. Okay. 
Okay, so don't worry about, just think what makes me curious. Don't worry about if, it, if it's weird, like, you know, it's just like this really random thing, like you're interested in centipedes, <laughs> like whatever it is, just follow it because it's the universe, just the universe's signs are excitement, curiosity, and, and emotion. Okay, and then that is their nudge to push you to something that is going to lead you to something. So maybe you start studying centipedes and you're like, no, it's actually butterflies. And no, I want to be a butterfly keeper. <laughs> maybe you just don't know. <laughs> uh, I would also, there's this thing, Think and Grow Rich talks about it, is when you, you have a dream, sometimes it's good to keep that dream quiet for a little bit. You know, unless you have a very supportive group around you. Okay, so I would bring your dreams here, but even like in your home life, unless you have a very supportive home life, nurture those like interests so that no one poo-poo's them. Okay, because that can also, like I think of the ideas that I had, like when I was 27, like I had some amazing ideas, but they really got poo-pooed and I never did them. You know, so I didn't know at that time, sometimes you have to really take care of that dream yourself and let it blossom and then share it. So this goes for interest as well, because someone might say, you know, Susan, like, why would you want to do that? You know, like, and then it can eat away when we're already a little vulnerable and a little bit unsure. So your, your mission for this week is to journal and just say, like, what am I, what am I interested in? Like, what makes me curious? And even if this wasn't, you know, like a, like a bigger picture, this is what gives us the juice for life. Okay? Because the minute that we stop going towards the things that interest us, that we're curious about, that we're, make us cry, life becomes really listless. What was that word? Oh, listless. Word. Yeah, good question. Listless. <laughs> listless. Yeah, listless. I think it's a word. So L-I-S-T-L-E-S-S. So like no yes, life. Yes, got it. Yeah. There's like an echo on the on the sound for me today. Oh, is there? Okay. okay. Yeah, it's acoustic. Yeah, the acoustic. Acoustic. Okay. Is that me? Do you think? Is that on my end? I wonder. I don't That's know. Hard to know. Yeah, is it? It's, it's is what, it? My show is no good. It's me. I could. Okay, Claudia, how's my sound for you? Because you usually have pretty good. Uh, it... It's a bit. It's a bit echo. But the, the humming is now better. The humming's better? Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. And yeah, mm -hmm. that's because I didn't yeah. not, not uploading a previous call. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe uh, we all need to mute except oh, the, people, maybe the person is... speaking. I, I don't know. Because for me Could also that. there's like Could a humming that. sound. Right. Yeah, let's all mute and then when you want to talk, that's probably a good idea. That's a good idea. So does that help? Does that give give some sense to and we we really want to like just let it be like like don't think too far down the line like how, where is this going to lead just really be in that enjoyment like of what makes me like right now why i gave that example of the guitar is i used to have a guitar but we've moved so many times recently we just you know it's i think i sold it and gave it away in Hawaii. so like i want to go get a guitar because i'm missing you know, being able to have, because I don't have a piano anymore either, because we've moved so many places. So I need something that's not as, like I would dance forever, but I can't be dancing all the time. 
you know, so I need something that can have that creative outlet. Or like we've driven by this painting place where you can have wine or sparkling water and paint. And I was like, okay, I want to do that. You know, so, and we have my nephew, not my nephew, Peter's nephew visiting, and he goes on, he's amazing. He goes on these, he takes a bus everywhere. He knows more about our area than we do. Like he'll go to this little town and find a butterfly sanctuary and, you know, and, and that's, that's the excitement we want to have with life. Like, what can I find? What can I see? And this is where we'll also meet people. You know, like when my, my leads for my business still come in from years ago or a year ago of different things that I've done where people will contact me and say, hey, I, I met you at Desasini in Bali. Do you still do one-on-one -on -one coaching? And the only reason I have that lead is because I was out there doing you know, something that was different, doing something that I loved. And in that particular place, that was a big yoga shala in Bali that I went to visit. You know, so, and I went there because I was like, that seems like a beautiful place. You know, like it just the pictures are amazing. So this will give us the right leads, aligned leads, and it makes our life more fun too. What I recently discovered for myself is that uh, looking to the world through the eyes of my Lucas <laughs> yeah, yes, is, yes. is so inspiring. Yes. I mean, yes. it's a totally different world to see then. And yeah, amazing. Yes. And so I think all of you know, but that's Claudia's grandson. Like the, the wonderment and the, the curiosity and that. Susan, does that help? Or do you have more questions around that or any kind of um, doubts that come up? Um, it does help. I think um, what I'm thinking about right now is, well, two things. One, I feel like I have a multitude of interests. Like, so, you know, I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to do that. And, so but which one do I focus on? Or, you know, like I'm curious about a lot, a lot of things um, and nothing, but there's no like one thing, I guess. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out, you know, what is that one thing that lights me up? Yeah. Um, and I, that's where I haven't found it. I feel like I haven't found that yet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that can be but, totally normal too. Marie Forleo always talked about being a multi-passionate entrepreneur. And who that, says that? So Marie oh. Foyle, who does Beastie. Oh, uh -huh. yeah. so she, right. Her thing was that, you know, I'm a, a multi-passionate entrepreneur. And she had been mm. told that you just have to find one thing. Versus she was mm. saying like, well, what if you're a multi-passionate entrepreneur? You know, she was like, mm. she loved, you know, personal development. She loved dancing. She, you know, she loved all these different things too. So mm. right now I wouldn't try to figure out what's the one thing that lights me up. I would just follow like, when you like I would journal and say okay what 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 really intrigues me and you might come up with 10 things and then I would circle the three that are like really stand out that are kind of like pulsating with neon lights <laughs> okay but not necessarily like I, I didn't figure out how to consolidate my interests so down the line like now I'm very clear it's health business life design mm -hmm. you know but that I didn't start out that way it was more like, okay, I like fitness and I like dance and I like health and I like public speaking and I like, you know, there's all these things. 
But then as I explored different things, I was able to consolidate it over time. Okay. And, and you'll start finding a thread that this throughout all of them, like it might be, well, all of these things have me working with animals, or all of these things have me working with mindset, or all of these things, you know, so you'll, you'll be able to, but you're not going to be able to piece it together until you have the whole quilt there to see. Then you'll be able to see how, where the, the patterns that emerge. Okay. I probably wouldn't do all, let's say if you have 10 things, I probably wouldn't do all 10 things at once. Like maybe choose three or four. <laughs> but keep telling yeah, yourself. I feel, like, I feel like for me, um, there's something there about working with children. Yeah, okay. So, okay. Um, and you know, I have a lot of experience working with children in the past and a lot of empathy for them. Yeah. Um, so, I feel like it's something there. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. Yeah, so keep exploring like that. Like, could you volunteer anywhere? Do you want to read books about child psychology? Like, what excites you? Like, would you want to take a night class? Like, just see like where, and then then it can emerge. That that is a really telltale sign, though, that if you feel like it's it could be something to do with kids. Okay. And then. I would also look at, in all of this journey, any limiting belief that pops up, write that down. Because these are the things that stop us from pursuing our passions. So it might be like, okay, like a typical thing for our age group is I'm too old to do that. You know, or I would have to go back to school. Just write it down because those things don't matter. Like Julia Child, she wrote her cookbook when she was 50. Like her first mm -hmm. cookbook, you know, so it's like, it's never, you know, like yeah. people have climbed Mount Everest, like Edna Northrup, who is uh, Penny Northrup Kirk's mother, climbed Mount Everest when she was like 72, you know, or however, she could have been older than, I'm not sure, maybe 75, but she's mm -hmm. definitely in her 70s. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so it's never, and I, Renate, I don't know if you've had a chance to get Christina Northrup's book, um, Age, Goddesses Never Age. I honestly think this is our best period of life between 50 and like 80. Because we're all going to live longer than anyone has ever lived in the, in the, in the past. You know, like our lifespan is getting longer. Yeah. And we have all this wisdom, you know, that now these are our years to really create the life that we love. But definitely write down any limiting beliefs that are coming up and bring them to, like, that was perfect, Susan. Like, what if I'm interested in everything <laughs> everything and nothing everything and nothing yeah. I don't know but, that's but I do really good but I do get you know you brought this up and I think when I think about working with children then I'm like well how do I integrate a USANA business with children you know so that so then I hold myself back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But don't worry about that. I mean, because I could tell you a zillion ways right now. You could, you know, like, you could like just to, to to assuage any fears. You could partner with. Um, do you remember there was a doctor that was a pediatrician that focused on um, children's health? I think her name was Dr. Christine Wood. Do you guys remember her out of San Diego? She was. Um, so she she had a book, How to Get Kids to Eat Great and Love It. Right, right, right. I remember her. 
Yeah, so you could partner, like, I don't know what area of kids you're interested in, but let's say the psychological part, let's just say. You could partner with a pediatrician who knows the nutrition, and you could actually work together with kids on the psychological and the nutrition, because the nutrition, it's just like adults. Kids, if you get their eating right, it solves so many things, ADD, ADHD, allergies, everything. So behavioral problems also are extremely nutrition related. So there's a very easy way to link that with with our network marketing companies. Robin's factors on the other end. So don't, don't, I mean, you, I can give you a zillion ways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's the great thing about most network marketing companies are going to have a health product. So, oops, here, that's, there's the, I'm just going to mute Robin and on. So there's always going to be, like every single person on the planet can benefit from better health. So there's always going to be a way we can bring it in. But see, that's so good, like to talk about, okay, that's my concern. How am I going to link that with Isana? Then that could stop us going forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so, you're right. We do have the Usana moles and the body rocks right there and the foods and all that. So, oh my goodness. And point. <laughs> do you know the amount of doctors that? For a kid that's hyper, they just prescribe medication. They don't look into whether he's, he or she is eating sugar. They don't oh. look into whether they've got a balanced diet, like they're getting proteins and like it's 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 crim- criminal. You know, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, these kids are being fed coke, like not like the drug, but like the 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 um. Right, right. That's the worst thing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So there's right. so much. Yeah, there's so much. I mean, I want to do, work with kids. <laughs> when you say this, I'm like, <laughs> yes, we need to get them healthy. <laughs> uh, that's not my calling, but yeah, that's a huge. Yeah, I tutored math to young kids for a long time. So I have worked with them in that respect. Yeah. Um, from like, you know, age nine to 18. Yeah. And we think so, like all those kids. And it was, um, I loved it. I loved being with the kids. I always have. So I, thanks. I think, <laughs> I think you found it. <laughs> I, just I, have, I, think, I just had to admit it, I think. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, it honestly, this is why this is so good, you know, because we, yeah. we sometimes, you have to have a space we can bring stuff to where it it helps us realize and there's something about being witnessed as well you know that mm-hmm. it's really good so thank you because what you are experiencing helps everyone okay <laughs> don't want to hog it all <laughs> no no wouldn't don't you agree like because it it makes all of us think like okay is there anywhere in my life that i'm allowing a worry to stop my creativity and stop my passions, you know, so it's, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess, and it, yeah, oh, no, sorry. No, 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 keep again. going. This no, because you were just talking about like the limiting beliefs again and what you were talking about that at the very beginning of the call, you know, it all, it all, it's like coming, everything comes back to what our beliefs are and what's holding us back and all that. Powerful. Yeah. And it's, Really, I think what we're here to do is 
to uncover those limiting beliefs. Because you know how I always say, like, the only thing between creating the life that we want is usually a limiting belief, but it's no one else is going to uncover that for us. We can come in, you know, spaces here, but we have to do the work. So you've been willing to share and you've been willing to, to excavate your limiting belief and not be embarrassed about it. And then that's the work, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. Mm -hmm. I'm awake now. You're awake? Yeah, I thought, it, I thought you were being. <laughs> <laughs> Having the spotlight is some, somehow makes us be uh, awake. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> So good, yeah, so good. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Like, you, I don't know what you all subscribe to, but this you probably heard. Like, we we come into this world and we have to re-remember who we are. So mm -hmm. you probably heard that, and I think that's why the re-remembering is uncovering those limiting beliefs, and it gets us back to our pure state. You know? So that's why I think it's so important to uncover those limiting beliefs, so we can go back to believing in ourselves which is who we are, really who we are. Does anyone have any other questions around limiting beliefs or passion, purpose, linking, with, linking it with your network marketing company? The, the other thing is when you do, and we always talk, this, talk about this in Soulcraft, and, and this is what I want for you all through the journey of Soulcraft is to figure out what your passions are and link it with, you know, that's the ultimate goal. But again, I never want you to worry about that when you're trying to figure out your passions, but that's the, the ultimate goal. Because I really believe you all are here to do something that is linked to your passions and you combine that with the network marketing company, it's, it's gold. So does anyone have any other questions around that topic at all? And realize it's, it's okay to be on that journey too. Like, it took me, you know, years to figure out, okay, how do I blend this all together? And, and I'm still evolving, you know, like I'm still perfecting as I go along. So just keep bringing it to this call and we can work on it, on it together. All can right. you just go over, maybe you're going to, but you, you mentioned a few minutes ago about journaling, like our homework is to journal about something or other and and then you said, circle the top three, but I can't remember all your words. <laughs> this is just, okay. So if everyone can journal this week or this evening or tomorrow, so as soon as possible, just the things that you're, you're curious about that, that make you excited or that make you tear up. Okay, and, so, and then just write a list of things. So it could be like about 10. And then what I would do is, if you find it hard to just pick like one or two, circle three or four. And so then, Robin back. So then like, for, although it sounds like you more have pinpointed what you're, you're passionate about, but you know, you, if you want to still focus on three to four, that's fine. But those of you that maybe are, are fine with just one, just pick one thing that you want to start bringing more into your life. Now, Claudia, I know you've been doing this for a while. You're, you're all about fun and, and your, your passion. So you're probably like, I'm fine. <laughs> but maybe there's something there like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, I haven't done this and it's something I've been wanting to do. And then So in the beginning of the year, that's exactly what, what I did. I write down all my goals and whatever. And, and there is this thing like 
like a thousand, two thousand or whatever. No, oh my God. But when you keep writing, you can kind of a number. And then I, I find out what is kind of jumping out. And at the end, I really, I had like six. And then out of this, I had only, I had three. And that are my three main things for this year. And I really love this kind of exercise. I mean, for me, beginning of the year. Huh? Yeah. Yes. So, and, and then you, you be always, ah, yeah. And then the, the right things are coming on your way. Anyhow, that's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, when you keep thinking in this direction, they come. The only thing is then you also have to be ready to receive, to see that, the th that are the things which are coming because of you attracting this. Huh? Yeah, and it's so interesting when we we can feel like there's just all the stuff in our head, but when you get it all down on paper, like you just brain dump, which is really good if you're in a state of overwhelm or anything, just get it all out of paper. That alone starts giving you clarity where it's like, wow, like I thought there was like so much I want to do, but actually I just want to do these three things, you know, but just the act of getting it out really helps. And then uh, once we focus to Claudia's point, that's where the universe starts delivering because we've said, okay, this is what I'm interested in. And then of course we want to pay attention, you know, to see like, okay, what is the universe bringing in? And then still, still keep in mind, like a practice for me is, is always still to stay laser focused and say no to things as well. So we, you know, there, if, you know, I think if you're bored in your life, you know, you might want to say yes to more things. I think it was Robin, you said, I'm never bored. Same thing with me, like I'm just, there's always, such, so my practice is to say no and let go. But if you find yourself listless and a little bit bored, a really good practice is to say yes. There, Chandra, I can't remember her last name, but she's a famous like series producer in, in the US. And I think two years ago, she had a book out that said like, I'm gonna say yes to everything. And that was kind of a way that she got herself out of depression and anxiety, like just by saying yes. So that is a that can be good. That's not my journey. <laughs> so, but that's that is a way forward as well for some people. When when I uh, started more to focus, kind of full focus on my business, I thought I could organization was my biggest thing anyhow. And then I found myself in overwhelm as so many things came up. And I, oh, okay. For me, I found um, a good method by Tony Robbins, the rapid planning method, which is what you said, more or less, eh? so that you, you dump it all down and then you see at the end, you categorize and then you see anyhow only three things or whatever, and that makes it so much more manageable. And that is in his workshop, The Time of Your Life. And, and that helps me uh, in addition to what we are um, kind of learned in, in Soulcraft to kind of get that part of uh, the things for me better, like the overview of all of it. Huh? And, and then you can, it's like the, he describes it, if you have a wheel which is bumpy, you can still kind of run, but if it's kind of round, you can much be, um, be much quicker. Huh? And, and that is actually the feeling I get with this um, rapid planning method um, approach. Yeah. So I'm I'm flying. You're flying. <laughs> yeah, we have race cars as well, so that's a bit maybe <laughs> motivating me. No, okay. 
I, I really love it. Also his category of improvement and also having life and business. I mean, it's it's soul craft like what uh, he is suggesting there. And it makes me so much uh, rounder. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. It's holistic. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Oh, well, great call, everybody. Um, any final questions or comments before we wrap it up for tonight? You're all doing wonderfully. And this it's just such a beautiful journey, eh? Like, and just keep, like, these are our best years. You know, we get to create on such an amazing, like, platform or, or palette, you know? So, yeah. Keep going towards the things that make you excited, curious, and make you tear up. All right, well, let's take our picture and then I'll get this up right away so we can get your two ahas and your two action steps. Let me do, we'll just do our normal one. So I'll give the countdown. One, two, three. And then we'll do a crazy one. Let me give you the countdown. One, two, three. Ah! Super cute. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for just opening up and your vulnerability. And it's just so helpful for everyone. We'll see you, actually, we'll see you next week because this, of course, was the makeup call. So we'll be back to next week and just have a beautiful week. And thank you, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Carmen. You're so Bye. welcome. Bye. 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 Thank you thank so you. much, everyone. So welcome. Thank you. Oh.